Hi, everybody. Welcome to my latest podcast. And before we jump on the podcast, just today's podcast is about managing your weight in holidays. I know it goes goes against the grain, everybody who says, oh, go on holidays, enjoy your holidays, you deserve it, blah, 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 blah. But that's very unhelpful as far as I'm concerned as a, as a coach of women who struggled with weight management their whole life. So today's... Um, podcast is about strategies in order to manage and maintain your weight while you're on holidays. Um, and before I just we go straight into the podcast, I want you guys to know that Damon and I are working really, really hard on this new program that we're, we're launching in September. Now, we are getting rid of the online bootcamp. It was like a 28-day, six-week challenge. We decided to scrap that because it's not enough. We feel that um, the results, we will get clients better long-term sustainability with the results, better higher level thinking and coaching and by taking the program closer to the one-to-one VIP package, but not at the, the VIP price point. So it's a minimum of a 90-day sign-up. If you want six week, six months, a year, whatever, you can stay on and I can coach you as long as you need. Um, but we're working really hard. If you're interested, drop me a message, drop me a DM. PM, send me an email and we can give you some information on that. But it's an amazing program. Um, we are leaving no stone unturned. We have the best coaches in the country, if not the world, on mindset, motivation, over 40s, over 50 specialists. Um, we have physios coming in to help people with pelvic floor issues. We have everything. We have coaches on emotional eating, on goal setting, on hormones, menopause, everything that you can think of. Um, we are pulling we're pulling at all the stops in this one so enjoy the podcast for today know that we're working on this know that you have us to um to reach out to if you need any help at all and enjoy your podcast guys thank you hi everybody and welcome to my latest podcast and as i said in my intro there i think it's apt that i'm just returning from holidays um in the sun and i probably spend a lot of my time coaching my clients online <laughs> about real life scenarios and one of the big ones is eating out and especially when you're going on holidays holiday holiday seems to fight to fill people with absolute dread and fear um the whole situation around holidays not being in your routine um what am i going to do and you'll sit in two schools of thought here there's two schools of thought around this there's the public opinion out there with all the Instagram bikini girls you know who have six-pack abs and are shredded within an inch of their life and their hashtag enjoy your life enjoy your holidays you know feel free to eat what you want your life shouldn't be a diet but here's the bloody reality I coach women who haven't got six-pack abs who've spent 20-30 years of their life hating their body who haven't a scooby-doo how to eat out how to have a balanced life and you have some doll on Instagram telling them don't don't be obsessed don't do this don't do that enjoy your holidays eat your food eat what you want eat intuitively that is not helpful at all what is helpful for me as a coach is teaching my clients right we don't want you sitting on the left hand side of the road on the extreme to the left and the extreme to the right you need to know number one especially if you're that person who has been spending maybe months or weeks or maybe years you know, losing weight, getting yourself into shape, getting your mind as fit as your body in terms of how to live a balanced life, how to eat out, how to meet a friend for coffee and cake without a trigger and a full episode of overeating and binging and, you know, I ate bad, I'm a bad person, I broke my diet, I must eat shite for the rest of the day. You know, having a meal out with your mates, having a glass of wine without going OTT and again, triggering that all or nothing mentality. And the big, big, massive ones on holidays and 
you know, you have Christmas, you have Easter, you have summer holidays. And if we sort of stick to those three main times of the year, which is timely because a lot of people this year have gone absolutely crazy on their holidays. Everybody's in holidays. All my friends are in holidays. I'm just back from holidays. And I thought, and I made quite a few notes while I was away on different questions that I was getting on DMs and PMs around holiday eating. And, you know, that... And if you're listening to this, you're probably listening because you're struggling yourself. You're probably listening because you are that person who can't go on holiday without going absolutely buck mad, eating all the food, drinking all the drink. Sure, you're the martyr and you worked hard all year and you're you're maybe looking after your kids and wearing them up and having a busy life. And you're thinking two weeks, sure, for God's sake, I'll go absolutely mad and enjoy myself. Sure, I deserve it. Sure, I deserve it. And, you know, for me, you can't, if you're looking to lose weight and main, especially maintain your weight, you can't have that all or nothing binge or starve mentality. Because if you look at it, it's in alignment probably with what you've been doing your whole life. And if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And for me as a coach, it's not helpful telling my clients, go on holidays and enjoy yourself. Don't worry about it. Because guess what? They'll go back to eating the way they've eaten, they've, they've ate before. They don't understand the new approach and way. Well, hold on a minute here. I've worked hard. If I do on this two weeks, what I've done on the previous the two weeks that I've been on, maybe two, three years ago when I ate rings around me, drank all the cocktails, ate all the ice cream, ate three course meals every night. I am going to, yes, I might enjoy myself at the time. Three, four days before the end of the holidays up, you might start to feel guilty. Your clothes will start to get tighter. You'll feel more uncomfortable. And you know that you have a battle and a, a mountain to climb when you come back from your holidays and you realize, Jesus Christ, I have five or six pounds on here. And you spend the next maybe two or three months battling that five or six pounds for two weeks. Now, the perfect scenario is what I want you to picture and where I take my clients and that spend half of my time coaching my clients, especially when we're in anticipation. And all of the coaching that I do with my clients is in anticipation of these things before they happen. We, we preempt it. You know, I preempt the scenarios. I, I know when they have nights out. We build it into their program. We know when we have holidays. I coach them in advance. I know what their, you know, their likes are. I might want to meet a friend for coffee and maybe have a, a slice of cheesecake. And that's all 100%. Those are things you can do. But it's the behavior and the mindset, the triggers and the habits and the behaviors that happen after you do that. So what I've done here is I've sort of boiled us down to a few simple points around holidays. And I'm going to sit in that camp where, you know, no, you can't, you cannot go on holidays and eat rents around you and just think, well, I deserve it. I deserve it. That's grand if you're happy to come back and, you know, get stuck into having to go on a fat loss mode again. But Jesus Christ, being in a fat loss mode is hard enough. You don't want to be sitting in that camp all the time. For my clients, the way I coach them when they go on holidays is I coach them on maintenance. So I'm going to give you some advice I give my clients when they go on holidays. So the last thing, number one, you certainly don't want to be dieting when you're on holidays. That's the time of the year. There's 52 weeks in the year. And if you're spending maybe five or six weeks of the year on holidays, whether it be Christmas, whether it be Easter, Halloween, maybe a few weekends away, two weeks holidays in the summer, if you bring it all down, it could be about six or seven weeks of the year. You don't have to diet for two weeks of the year. And those are the weeks that you can go back to what I would say, maintenance calories. So knowing what your maintenance calories are, okay? So say, for instance, I had a client that was dieting around 1,500 calories a day and she was losing on average a pound a week. Well, her maintenance calories for her holiday duration, we could take them back up to 2,000 a day. Now, let me put this very straightforward to you. 500 calories a day is not a lot. 
It is a pina colada. That's what it is. So before you get excited and say, oh, happy days, I'm getting my maintenance calories for my holidays. Here's the thing. Your maintenance calories actually aren't that, aren't that far off your diet and calories. And But there's a few strategies and approaches I, I, I give my clients to help them when they're away. So they can have a wee bit more wiggle room, but still come back the same weight. Still come back and feel in control. That being in control, the problem for a lot of people is they're out of control. It's not they know what calories are. They know how to diet. They know how to, you know, what protein is. They know they know all those things. It's the bloody implementation of it. It's the behaviors and the mindset when you go out with friends for an evening meal and you look at the starter main course dessert and you think, right, I'm going to be really good here. I'm going to choose this. This is what I'm going to choose. And I know when I eat it, I'm going to be full, I'm going to be satisfied. And that's that. But what happens is people don't have the discipline to make those choices. And that one way tiny decision could go into a full out, you know, 3000 course, 3000 calorie meal. So for my coaching, it's about changing those behaviors. It's about helping them to apply that discipline and understand that, yes, you can't have your cake and eat it. It's as simple as that, whilst you're losing weight and whilst you're maintaining your weight. So what you've done in previous holidays and years gone by, when you were that other heavier person, you just simply can't do it anymore. You just cannot do it. So that realization and that dawning for a lot of clients, okay, you are now maybe two, three stone lighter. You can't eat the calories that you ate before. You cannot ever, whether you're maintaining or on a diet, you can't eat those calories ever again. Those days are gone. And there's a certain, if you've listened to my podcast before, I always talk about the bereavement, the bereavement and the wrapping your head around the fact, you can't eat those calories anymore. Them days are gone. You can't eat all them biscuits, sweets, crisps, ice creams, cocktails, meals out, pizzas. You just can't do that anymore if you want to maintain your weight, you know, um, but you have a certain amount of calories every day that you have to work with. And whilst you're on holidays, you know, there you have the option there to maybe not necessarily, you know, eat probably the most healthiest of meals. But, you know, you have the ability there to maybe be more flexible with your calories. Um, when you're at home, you're more structured, you're in your day job or your routine. You know, you can be more structured. But when you're on holidays, you know, if you know you have 2000 calories a day to play with, what I have one, first of all, the first one I have here, one of the strategies I give my own clients to say, right, okay, for the first couple of days, go and eat freely. And when I eat freely again, I'm not saying, you know, not to eat rings around you and to drink every drink that's put in front of you and to go at it like a wild woman, you know, eat freely as in, if you want to go out for lunch, order what you want of the menu, you know, order what you like. Um, again, going out for dinner, don't stuff yourself. You know, don't eat when you're not hungry. Don't eat three meals or go to the breakfast buffet in the morning and, you know, eat all the waffles, eat all the pancakes, eat a fry. You know, those sort of behaviours aren't in alignment with a person, number one, that you've worked towards getting to where you are or the behaviours that you need to move forward. You know, understand that you also probably have a lunch and maybe a dinner that day. So, you know, pace yourself, <laughs> pace yourself. But a great way to gauge this without you being obsessive over tracking your maintenance calories and your holidays is for the first couple of days, do eat freely, you know. And at some stage during the day, sit down and track out the calories that you're eating as accurately as you can, you know. Um, don't go into the MyFitnessPal and pick out, you know, English breakfast and pick a 200 calorie English breakfast when you know there was like two sausages, eggs, bacon, toast, you know, pick out, be reasonable, you know, use your common sense. I know sense is not all that common, but, you know, use your bloody brains and, and, and be realistic with your tracking. Pick it out and track it and, and just track as you go through the day and do that for the first few days. 
And you'll be absolutely shocked and horrified probably after about your lunch. And maybe if you have a few glasses of wine, I know when I'm in holidays, I love a glass of wine at lunchtime. Um, you get your glass of wine in there, something to eat at lunchtime. And you're sitting at your dinner and you have your calories gobbled up for the day before you even had your dinner, you know. But sit and do that for the first few days and look and see, right, where's the low hanging fruit here in terms of calorie, calorie dense foods that I can take out. Now, it could be the, the big fry up in the morning. It could be the, you know, the pina colada at lunchtime. It could be, look at the non-essential things that are highly calorific, you know, the likes of ice cream or, you know, cocktails, things like that, and say, right, okay, if I take these out, this will bring my calories down for the next, for, for the rest of the holidays. So you're almost gauging for the first three days, right? Okay, now I know. And I think when you're in holidays as well, it takes you a few days to get into the routine of maybe eating at a breakfast buffet or eating whether you're half board or full board. You know, whenever we go on holidays, we usually do half boards. We do a breakfast and a dinner. And normally we would eat as much as we could in terms of protein rich foods at breakfast in order to fill us up to keep us going all day so we don't have to eat and we might have a piece of fruit in the evening but we don't have to eat then until our tea time because you know you've bulked up your plate with plenty of proteins you know plenty of tomatoes plenty of mushrooms plenty even a bit of salad there a piece of fruit some scrambled eggs maybe smoked salmon or whatever you have going on in your buffet but protein rich options there and plenty of fiber to keep you you know just fuller for longer and just stretch those periods out but do that for a couple of days have a look at your food log and it'll shock the hell out of you as to the, you know, how quickly you can um, accrue those calories. And then, as I say, sit down, assess and say, right, okay, I'm not tracking for the rest of my holidays, but I know now my routine when I'm here. Um, and, you know, I know what's going to work for me. And if you are with your husband or your partner and they are big eaters, and, you know, if you're a five foot five woman and you're married to a six foot four man, you can't knock back the same calories as he is, you know, or, or you could end up going home as 10 pound heavier. You know, you're you're a woman, eat appropriately, eat for you, not don't push and match your husband, you know, or you're a big bother. Um, so that's number one. Eat freely for the first few days, track the calories, look and see right where the low-hanging fruit is, unhealthy, calorie, calorie-dense foods, take them out and see then how you can manipulate your, you know, a good choice of food that you enjoy within that maintenance calories. The second one is move. Get your trainers in that case. Get a good pair of walking shorts if you're going abroad. Get a good hat, factor 50, pair of sunglasses, AirPods, and get your ass out walking the roads. Get your beautiful weather, sunshine. Oh my God. Like I'm based in Northern Ireland and you know, we live in darkness six months of the year. So whenever I get out in the sunshine, by God, do I not enjoy it. I'm not a big sunshine fan. I hate lying in the sun. I'm usually in the shade and I tend to move about an awful lot by just naturally when I'm on holidays because I hate lying about. But, um, you know, I get up and I will structure my day. I'll go for maybe one or two walks. Um, I'll walk to the supermarket. I don't have, we do not hire a car. Um, you know, we have probably minimum 15,000 steps every day. We don't hire a car at all. I just put my trainers on and I walk everywhere, walk to the supermarket, walk into the restaurants, walk to the beach. You know, we walk everywhere and that will naturally get your steps up. So if you're finding on holidays that, OK, my maintenance calories are 3000, I'm actually not. You know, I can't manage maybe a half board hotel package 
and a few drinks every day on 2000 calories. So you may have to move a wee bit more. So, so you're going to have to get out there and almost keep moving in order to keep what I would call the fat loss will from your front door when you get home. Just move more, just get some steps and don't worry or stress about going to the gym or anything like that because you're actually not burning that many calories. But moving in the fresh air, number one, you're moving. Number two, you're getting the opportunity to take in fresh air, you know, be at one with nature. It's good for the soul. Put on a podcast, listen to me, yap, <laughs> listen to me, yap, at you all, you know, and embed those main principles around health and well-being, you know, moderate calorie consumption, being realistic, getting moving, you know, drinking plenty of water, and we'll come on to that in a minute, but the basics and the fundamentals apply, folks, when you're in holidays so that they do at home, it's exactly the same, you know, you might have a few extra calories every day for a few extra drinks, and um, that would be about it. But even this time, because I knew I was doing this podcast, I had a really close look even at what I was doing. And I've been speaking to a few clients this week. They come back from holidays and we've been having the conversations in advance of this podcast. And I've been picking their brains as to their behaviours. And quite a lot of them did say that, you know, the first couple of days they they had like what's called first day. I don't know if it's called first day syndrome, where they got absolutely plastered on the first day. They got absolutely hammered. They were so excited to be there. They had at their favorite restaurant, probably had about 5,000 calories on their first day and then had a heart attack when they started to track it the next day and realized, Jesus Christ, if I continue this now for the next two weeks, they'll be rolling me back onto the plane. They'll be charging me for two seats. But the, the you know this this is the reality and then after two or three days you sort of acclimatize and you get into a wee rhythm and a wee routine in your holidays and they definitely did realize that after the first or second day they got the trainers on they started to walk and each and every one of my clients came back and they actually had one client who came back leaner because she says she probably moved twice as much in holidays than she did at home and she contributed that possibly to the fact that she was actually burning more calories than she was taking in and that combined with other factors here can really really help you manage your weight as well on holidays so eat freely for the first couple of days see where the low-hanging fruit is in terms of the big calorie stuff that you love and here you know nobody wants nobody wants to take out the lovely cocktails and the ice creams and the you know the lovely pancakes and desserts and um you know but unfortunately, those are the ones usually that calorie carry obscene amount of calories. And as I said, you can't have your cake and eat it. You have to make a decision. That's if, if you're happy to come back and, you know, go on a fat loss plan and you come back from your holidays. Fair play to you. You know, it's your life. You do what you want. But I'm coaching women who want to learn how to maintain and manage and have long term weight management instead of doing this yo-yo thing. So. This is where I'm coming from when I'm discussing all these and implementing these different strategies and holidays. Third one is hydrate. Now, ordinarily at this time of the year, when the temperature increases, the amount of perspiring you're doing, even at nighttime when you're sleeping, is massive. You know, it could be up to one liter overnight. So you have to up your hydration at home in the hot weather. So you can imagine, number two, you're on holidays, you're sweating probably twice as much as you're sweating, especially if you're abroad in the heat. You're sweating twice as much as you would at home. And if you're walking in the heat as well, then you're perspiring and, and you know, you're oxidizing. You're just there's so much fluid leaving your body um it's really important to hydrate as well um so i would be doubling i would be doubling my fluid levels in holidays um so yeah get as much water and tea as you can and again start early in the day and even when you're going out walking i get into the habit of taking a big um one and a half liter bottle of water when i walk um, and when you're walking in 27 28 degree heat it's, it's bloody hot 
Um, and every so often I'd just sit down and have a big gulp of the water and then I'd start walking again. And, you know, I would time, I sort of know where there's toilets that I can stop as well. So I have it all timed out in my head. I know the route, we've been going there for a long time, but that's just how I do it. But definitely, you know, you're trying to get maybe two liters in. I know I try to get two liters in before lunchtime and then the other two liters in them the rest of the day. But hydrate as much as you can. If you're exercising on holidays, if you're doing any running or you're doing any sort of physical activity where you really are, you know, you're 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 losing salt and, and you're losing electrolytes and, and potassium and sodium in the body, then it's worthwhile considering um, replacing those lost salts with like a wee electrolyte supplement called Zero. Um, they're really, really helpful. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them in your local sports nutrition shop. Um, but they're tiny little capsules and you put them into your water and that'll just help you replace all the sweats. All, you know, because sometimes when you're in the heat and you're exercising um, and your your body's natural sort of um, chemistry can go off, it can be knocked off kilter if you're if you're if you're losing electrolytes through sweat. So be very, very careful with that and really manage that. Number four I have down here is. Structure and plan your day. You know, as I said, a lot of my clients have said to me when they went to the hotel for the first couple of days, it sort of went a bit buck mad and that's okay. <laughs> that's grand, but you do settle down, you know. And I think it's important as well that, you know, you get a wee plan. If you are on half board, you know you're going to be having two meals a day. You know, you're going to have your breakfast and your lunch. So sort of plan in advance, you know, eat higher protein, plenty. Um, and I know this this worked for my clients when they were on holidays, they ended up sort of defaulting almost to that after day two or three, because you do get fed up eating the same, you know, really rich foods all the time. Um, I know when I go on holidays, sometimes you get you're near your holiday and you just can't wait to get home to get a normal home cooked meal and normal food. But you do fall into a pattern in the hotel where you'll maybe st tend to stick to the same things all the time. And that's OK. Um, so doing that and then sort of having a gauge then of, OK, so that's probably... 1,400-1,500 calories for those two, those two meals in the day and then give yourself a couple hundred calories left over then for a few glasses of wine or a beer or whatever it is you like. So sticking to two main meals can really help you control those snacks. It's the wee in-betweens. As I always say, a lot of us never get overweight on eating, you know, a breakfast and a lunch. You know, a lot of us get overweight on eating the breakfast, the lunch and the 40 million snacks and the grazing and the bites and the nibbles and the licks and the taste in-between, which tends to end up maybe two or three calories, two or three times the calories in the two meals that we're eating. So a few, two good meals a day that fill you up, you know, and you say, right, I'm not going to have the ice cream. I'm not going to have the desserts. I'm just going to have the two main meals. And then I have my calories left over then for a few glasses of wine or a few beers or a few gins, whatever it is later on. And you have that planned out in your head. You'll feel more in control of that. Um, and you'll still feel like you're you're not depriving yourself, you know, um, but you still feel that you're getting a little bit of what you want. And this, this sort of leads me into the final one, you know, and I said this at the very start, ladies, and, I, and I'm adamant about this. And, you know, it sort of irks me when there's unhelpful things on social media, you know, enjoy your, it's different if it's one day, you know, or one meal out in the week or one meal out in the month, or, you know, if you're, you're going on a night out with friends, that's not going to create any sort of catastrophe if you overconsume in calories. But when you're going on a two week holiday and you're the type of person who's yo-yo dieted your whole life, you're the type of person who cannot control your eating you cannot you do not have the discipline to make the right choices when you're eating out you have two weeks of it you can do a lot of damage in two weeks but more importantly for me it's not the weight that you gain when you come back it's the mental torture that you re-wound yourself with on the days coming back from the holidays I get more phone calls and more emails 
and more messages from people who are one day out of their, into, you know, the last day of their holidays or the two days, maybe the day or two after their holidays. I get more messages from people in that situation than anything else because they have done what they said they wouldn't do. They've overindulged. They lost control. They didn't manage their eating when they were on holidays when they thought they would, you know. And I said, that's grand for one night. You know, that's okay. That's not going to make her brecky. Two weeks could. <laughs> Two weeks could. And you don't want to come back and fall into the trap where you're starving yourself the week after your holidays. You shouldn't be doing that, you know, in order to claw back what you've gained because your work trousers don't fit you in the Monday morning. You know, that's not that's not the behaviours that I, <laughs> I definitely don't condone my clients. And, you know, for me in holidays, it's about damage limitations. It's about, yes, having a little bit of what you want. But remembering you can't go back to the way you were. You know, you can't go back to eating the way you did before if you've done all this work and you're trying to manage your behaviors and you're trying to control and you're trying to have some discipline you just can't go back there so like we have workshops coming up now we have a few counselors coming in to help people around those behaviors it's, it's not you all know what to choose when you eat out you all know what the healthy option is you all know what the best calorie drink is you could all write the book it's the implementation of it it's the final one here is probably the most important one for, for this, and that's eating out. You know, you go on a night out on holidays and you're going to enter a really lovely, lovely restaurant. And like I see, and look, I've been there myself. You know, I'm not sitting on the high moral ground here pontificating about choices and holidays. I was you guys. I was a lot. I was that person who absolutely out of trained for six months like a demon before I went on holidays I would have died up within an inch of my life I would have restricted all my food maybe in a week or two coming up to the holiday because I knew I wanted to fit into my bikini or I knew I wanted to fit into this certain outfit and then the two weeks would have been oh my god let's go party time eat and drink the hell of yourself and she came back two weeks later and do you know what was the biggest problem and do you know what was the most awful part of it was how I felt in my own head how I felt about myself how you feel sluggish you're meant to you're meant to go on holidays to revive and rejuvenate and detox not detox but detox your mind but you're meant to come back enthused energized ready to go batteries charged you know, you're not coming back you know suffering from a 14 day food and drink binge you know it'll probably take you a holiday to get over the holiday so you have to employ the same decision making and tactics that you do when you're at home to a degree maybe a little bit more lenient in terms of a couple of hundred calories but it's not a free fall and I'd done that I used to do that you know and if I had one bad day and in, in the week if I was trying to, to be good in, in inverted commas you know what if I had one bad meal or if I had a something that wasn't perfect Jesus that but it could have knocked me off I would have thought if I went out for met a friend for coffee and had a slice of cake when I had intended to have maybe a bowl of soup you know and decided to have my, my, my disciplines is no I'll just have this, a slice of cake and I thought, well, you've screwed it up now. You fucked it up, Tara. You may as well go home now, order a Chinese, get a bottle of wine, finish it off for the day and wrap it up right and treat yourself today and sure you get back at it tomorrow. And that was the default mode. That was the pattern, whether it was. And now I coach my clients, go out and have the coffee and cake and go home in the evening and have your dinner. You know, it's only bloody a couple hundred calories. You just, you just, you know, okay, you, you've spent your lunch calories on cheesecake. Big deal. Go home and eat your dinner that night. Don't punish yourself whereas I think a lot of us punish ourselves and you don't want to come back with holidays punishing yourselves but you know when you're making choices at a restaurant on holidays and you're doing this 14 nights um 14 lunches 14 breakfasts 14 dinners 
you know, what I always say to my clients is, okay, if you have a starter main course and dessert, forget, decide which one you want, okay? You know, for me and for a lot of my clients, they have whatever main they want. They choose the main, but they don't have the starter and they don't have the, the dessert. They might have a bottle of wine with it as well, or they might have a gin, a few gins. But in the previous version of themselves, it would have been a starter, a main course, and if they were too full for a dessert, they would have took a spoon and maybe shred half of their, the, uh, half of their husband's dessert or their, their children's dessert and then had all the drinks as well. So the new clients, the clients that try to, you're trying to instill these behaviours is that, you know, if you eat like that every night, you're going to have fat on your body when you come home. You know, you really are. And that's the reality of it. You can say whatever you want, but that's the reality. So you have to make the decisions that are in alignment with the person that you've trained yourself to be, that the person you want to go home feeling like and still have your free glasses of wine. And if you want an ice cream, have your ice cream, just make it fit within your calories in that day. But, you know, I know for me, I'd have been a complete garb when I was on holidays and, and years gone past. But, you know, now I actually find when I'm on holidays, I'm actually probably healthier than when I'm at home because I don't have the temptation that I have at home when the kids are bringing in pizzas in the evening, you know, and you're buying in their favourite wee treats and their, you know, there's biscuits in the biscuit barrel and we snack bars for them and, and bits and pizzas in the fridge. And you're looking at them maybe four or five times a day. You don't have that environmental temptation when you're on holidays because whether you're in a hotel room or an apartment, you know, we, we rent an apartment and... You know, I'm responsible for buying on the food, so I control. I control that. You know, I can. I control that. So you can control it too. And for me, the the whole environmental temptations aren't there that that is at home. And I'm moving more when I'm on holidays. I'm hydrating more. I'm actually fuller because I'm. I usually tend to eat a lunch and a dinner. I don't eat about. I don't eat breakfast at all. I never have. But I would have breakfast, a lunch and a dinner, and that really works for me because I'm mimicking what I do at home. I haven't changed anything, you know. Apart from the fact that I have a few drinks every day on holidays, I would never do that at home. But on holidays, I do. I have a couple of glasses of rosé every day. Now I don't eat drink bottles, but I'd, I'd have a few glasses every day. But I make it fit within that sort of budget of calories, and and I don't I don't track anymore. But I have a fair idea now of, you know, the days that I would be eating way a lot of calories, and I just would pull back the next day. And my clients do the same. And and on the days that I say to them, you know, when they are on holidays and they are eating, they feel like Jesus, they've eaten too much. They would say to me, "Well, Tara, actually, I wasn't even hungry the next day. I couldn't eat. Get up for breakfast. I was still stuffed from the day before." So they've they've actually they're, they're recognizing, well, I still have tons of calories in my body from yesterday that's going to sustain me probably for another meal today. I wouldn't need to eat that meal. I can push on maybe to lunchtime without eating before I get hungry. And then when you're hungry, then have your meal. But this thing that you're in holidays, you have to eat everything. You know, I have to eat all that. I have to eat the breakfast, lunch and dinner. I have to drink all the cocktails. I have to drink all the my holidays. Should I deserve it? You know. You still have to employ some degree of discipline if you want to manage your weight and have that and reinforce the habits and the behaviors that what that I try to coach my clients. You know, yes, you can eat out. Yes, you can do all those things, but you can't eat the amount of calories that you're eating before, because guess what? You're going to start to push your weight all back on again. So, you know, hopefully that has some degree of real life tactics around this and I and I know it goes against the grain to what other coaches says but I don't give a shit because for me this is what people need they don't need people giving them unrealistic information 
my clients want to know, Tara, I'm scundered dieting. I'm scundered being all or nothing. I'm scundered going on holidays, being, you know, not losing that two stone. And then I lose the two, if I lose the two stone, going to go on holidays and I come back seven pound heavier. I don't want to be that person anymore. So for me, it's about giving information that's usable, that's practical, that my own clients use, that what I, you know, you can't be that person anymore. You have to change your behaviors. You have to change your choices. You are in control of that and you will have a better holiday. You will be, you'll enjoy it more. You'll not be as sluggish, um, especially I think when people go on holidays, they, sometimes they overdo the booze and the heat. Jesus, you know, when you're drinking booze in the heat, it will blow the head because you're probably dehydrated anyway. But the next day, it ruins your whole day. You know, you're sluggish. You might have a headache. Your tummy might be upset. You're not firing in all cylinders. You're on holidays to enjoy your day, to relish every moment. You've worked hard for it all year. You know, and, and for me, it's about, it's just a replication of what you do at home. Maybe a bit more steps. Maybe the odd ice cream more, a few drinks more. But this um, all or nothing mentality, you know, you, you just you just can't do that on holidays. So there's a few a few things there that um, that I think they're real life. They're honest and they work for my clients. Um, they work for me. And, and, the, and here, look, if you do come back from holidays and you have a pound or two, you know, don't even weigh yourself for a couple of days because you're probably retaining a bit of fluid in it because on holidays you're probably eating a wee bit more carbs and remember one gram carb binds three grams fluid and I don't know about any use ladies but whenever I seem to get on an airplane or go into a hot country it's like somebody takes a fat pump to me I can't even wear my rings anymore you know my jewelry doesn't fit me my my hands are puffy my face is puffy my ankles are puffy and then it's like I come home and like the next day it's like, boom, I'm back to normal again. And I don't know if any of you are like that, but that's very common. So I wouldn't be jumping on the scales when I come back, you know, give it a couple of days, get into your routine, you know, have a good night's sleep, you know, have plenty of water when you come back and just slide back into your routine. You'll find that if you didn't, you know, you know, if you weren't an absolute warrior on holidays, you'll slide it, you'll come back energized, you're refreshed, you know, and that's what holidays are about. Um, instead of you coming back feeling crap, feeling shit on holidays because you didn't do what you said you were going to do, feeling shit because you had pizza the night before when you'd planned to have steak and salad, feeling shit because you had two bottles of wine instead of one, you know. So you don't want to feel shit in your holidays. We're good enough at feeling shit the rest of the year. So please don't do that. Um, and it's those real life principles and um, th that for me, that you just have to employ. It's as simple as that. And look, guys, um, our new program starting now in September. Um, I'd mentioned it there in the initial, um, in the intro, but if you are interested in the program and you want to have a chat with myself or one of my team members, we can jump on a call. Um, at the program sits between, um, as we, the six week, here's the thing, the six week online bootcamp wasn't long enough, okay? Six weeks is not long enough. Um we didn't get to do a lot of the coaching that I would like to do. So what the new program is sits near the one-to-one -one VIP, but not at the one-to-one -one VIP price. So if you're interested coming on, we're capping the numbers on this. Um, so if you're interested, you guys have probably been listening to me for a while. Drop me a PM, drop me a DM. We'll give you a Calendly link. And if you're willing to invest in yourself and you're ready to change, I'm ready to take you on. Um, I need clients who are committed to change. I need success stories. 
Um, I need people who are going to take responsibility. And by God, you by Christmas, you will not know yourself if you're willing to implement the strategies that will coach you. And again, this program is more about the mindset. It's more about the behaviors. It's more, more about this stuff that we're talking about. You know, the all or nothing mentality. What happens when you're thinking in the house in the evening, the kids have gone to bed, you've had a cup of tea and you want, you usually have a biscuit like half an hour after your dinner when you're falling. You don't need the biscuit, but you're, you eat it anyway because you've always eaten it. And a sweet treat for yourself sure the kids have gone to bed and you've had a hard day. Those behaviors, you know, that all or nothing, maybe you've screwed up in your diet one day. What happens? What happens in your brain? What are the tools and the, the toolkit that you need to help you get over that? That's what this program is going to coach. It's the higher thinking stuff. Yes, you will be coaching the nutrition. There were even no stone unturned. We are doing absolutely everything. Menopause, mindset. We're bringing in um, proper registered physiotherapies to help with anybody um, who've got pelvic floor issues, problems with their, their mobility, fitness, the whole night, this is literally a one-stop shop, a one-stop shop. We even have people coming in to talk about, and, and, and you know me, I'm all about working from the inside out. Don't paper over the cracks, you know. Don't take taking the supplements when your diet's shit, you know, and you don't walk 10,000 steps a day or, or, or drink any water. Don't, you know, we're, we're so good at buying into this, what I would call exterior materialistic stuff, like the outside, the hair, the nails, you know, uh, the tan. Guys, let's work from the inside out. Then, you know, we can, and I'm all about looking good. I'm all about women making them the very best of what they've got, you know, feeling good. And when you feel good, you tend to take more interest in your appearance with people coming and talking about dressing for your shape, the appropriate skincare as you get older, all those things that make you feel good about yourself. But do not doubt for one second, folks. You know, it's easier to do that than it is to work on the inside stuff, to work on the mindset, to work on your patterns of behavior, your own internal talk about who you are as yourself, your personal standards, your nutrition, you know, those thoughts and feelings you have when you don't do what you say you're going to do, you know, confidence, self-esteem, real life stuff. Because see, when you had 40, 45, I can tell you what, your body jolts you into a state that you, a lot of women aren't prepared for. So it's getting my ladies to a point where they feel good. They start to take a real interest in themselves. They start to invest in themselves. They start to look after themselves. They see a real good future for themselves. And they want to, what I would say, invest in the most important home that you live in, which is your body, your physical health and your mental health. And we're bringing in all the stylists, all the skincare gurus, everything that you need to do all that other stuff. But we're going to work on the most important stuff first. But look, guys, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Damien and I have been, we've taken the summer off to do this and to plan it and to get our, our coaching mentors in, in, in place. And we have them in place and we will be, we'll be announcing them very soon. But if you're interested, please come on board. If you be want if you want to be part of this culture that I'm trying to create for women, um, you know, to start looking after yourself, to stop listening to the crap out there, to start implementing and knowing how to implement and knowing how to do this, not for two weeks or three weeks, but forever. That's what I'm about. It's a forever thing. So drop me a DM, drop me a PM after you listen to this podcast. And I would love, I would love to have you on my team. I would love to be able to coach you. So um, thank you again for listening to this. Um, if you like it, please share it on social media and your story. Tell people to come listen to the podcast. I like to think that I'm being very, very honest on here. Um, I am an honest person. I'm black and white, probably too honest sometimes. Um, my mother always used to say to me, Tara, you say the right thing at the wrong time, and which is really, really dangerous 
just because now I actually have a platform to say the, the wrong thing all the time. But look here, it seems to be helping thousands and thousands of women. So I think I might be doing something right. Um, but look, guys, um, hopefully I would look forward to meeting you on my new program and um, I will chat to you all soon. Thank you so much.